Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. You can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. Dawn's Big Three coming up in 10 minutes. So we'll get to that around 9.15. The morning mystery movie clip at 9.20. Part two of the cut sheet. What's on tap for the Dawn Show and who won Twitter today? All still on the way. Uh, If you missed the show this morning, by the way, great stuff out of Tony Bruno. Uh, Opened up this morning with a big take talking about all of the anti-Semitic yet pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian commentary coming from all of our institutions across America, specifically colleges and universities. Also a very big day today with Congress, with Jim Jordan, uh, failing to reach 217 votes yesterday. 20 Republicans not in support of him. We know he has to get to 217. He only got to 200 yesterday. Uh, it was a complete sweep for the Dems with minority speaker leader uh, um, uh, Hakeem, Hakeem Jeffries, where he got all 212 votes. Sorry, as I get all choked up here, I was having some blueberries during the break. Um, and then also we've focused a lot on the media's coverage uh, the failure of journalism, the media mal- malpractice and rush to judgment on yesterday's incident in Gaza with the hospital that was hit. And um, we had a couple of hundred innocent casualties, innocent civilians that died yesterday. Uh, tensions, as they say, are mounting. Joe Biden in Israel today. Uh, he was just sitting down. He, uh, Anthony, Anthony Blinken, Benjamin Netanyahu and others. So. Um, I know that Dawn will have some of that coming up in her show at 10 o'clock this morning. But I, I want to point these two stories out, um, and this falls under the umbrella of you know free speech and your comments and your posts in regards to Israel and Hamas. And they are two totally different stories where both people, regardless of their opinion, were fired. So let me start with the New York City doctor who was fired over a pro-Hamas post cheering Israelis getting, quote, a taste of their own medicine. This one is from the New York Post. A New York City emergency room doctor was fired for controversial posts online that applauded Hamas's massacre at a music festival in southern Israel, saying that the attacks gave Israelis, quote, a taste of their own medicine. So I, I totally agree with this guy being fired. Again, I don't understand how you can take these victory laps for executions, murders, beheadings. I mean, this is not war. This is terror. I don't believe you should be able to verbally support terror and hate uh, and be protected under any type of First Amendment claim. So Dr. Dana Diab, an emergency room physician with Lenox Hill Hospital and Brookdale University Hospital in New York, was fired. She said the following when she posted this on her Instagram stories on the heinous attack of October 7th. Quote, Zionist settlers getting a taste of their own medicine, she wrote, according to a screenshot that was shared by Stop Anti-Semitism on Twitter. A second snap showed her Instagram profile, which had then since been flipped over to private, where the physician boasted over 600 followers and a Palestinian flag emoji in the bio section. Okay, I'll say this. No problem with the Palestinian flag as an emoji. You put up the just because you have a Palestinian flag in your profile doesn't mean you support Hamas. But yet it's the words in the first post that I think are justification for the doctor to be fired. So that's the first story. 
And then we have this story where a Washington University professor says that he was fired for an anti-Hamas post saying, quote, I destroyed myself. This is the one I have a problem with. A veteran professor claims he was fired from the University of Washington for an anti-Hamas post on Twitter over the weekend that was decried by Muslim groups as a call for, quote, ethnic cleansing. In an exchange with another user, Seth Crosby referenced Israel's retaliation for the group's shocking terror incursions last week. Crosby, who worked in the St. Louis's College School of Medicine for several decades, called Israel's strikes in the Gaza Strip, quote, a much-needed cleansing, yes, but not an ethnic one. Israel is not targeting humans. So they go on with this exchange, and this professor is fired for saying that he is in not is not in support of Hamas, that he's in support of Israel, and that cost him his job. This actually reminds me of our buddy at Thomas Jefferson, the um, the virologist, or I forget what his official title was, that was merely liking posts uh, on his Twitter at seventy years old that drew the attention of others as if he was anti-vaccine or challenging you know the the establishment on covid and the transmission and the ways that you can get treatment for it so two totally different points of view here both of which has led to individuals losing their job i think the washington professor should not have lost his job but i can understand why the doctor in new york did i didn't think we would get to this crazy point where people are being terminated and canceled almost regardless of their stance or position. Luckily, we have the platform that we have here at 1210. But I would just say this, moving forward, this is for for all of the audience, um, unless you are totally cool losing your job, unless you are set for life, you're on the verge of retiring anyway, uh, if you value your job, it might be best not to post anything in regards to this conflict. As Greg Soccer says, not everything needs to be on Twitter. Like, maybe take Stalker's advice, because it, apparently you could lose your job just for commenting on this situation at all. It's, yeah. a, it's a good lesson in life for everybody. It is. It really and, is. And when I mean everybody, Uh-oh. I mean everybody. Not what? everything needs to be on Twitter. Oh, here. here we go. No, I'm just saying. How many people How many people have we seen lose jobs because of stupid stuff? God, I want to curse so bad. Stupid stuff they put up on Twitter. Do you, do you, a legit question here for all of us. Do you think we will, I mean, it's 2023, social media is not new. Okay, lessons might not have been learned by individuals, but are we ever going to get to the point where, um, as long as you're not saying something that is so obviously hate speech that you will not be reprimanded for what you, because honestly, what I feel is true, and this even goes to me here on, on this show, um, I think there are things that are taken the wrong way for some reason when people see a post it just hits differently it does yes than somebody speaking yes it does so it's like i could say this right now on the air but if i take this to twitter it doesn't resonate the same way yeah. or it's misinterpreted i don't know that we're ever going to get past that which i think is a real shame in this country to be completely honest that people have to live in fear of somebody doesn't agree with them on something is stupid and trust me like i've said on the show yes i'm on twitter too much but if i wasn't in media so to speak like i don't claim to be a journalist just an opinionist like if i wasn't in this profession honest to god i would i swear i would not be on twitter i would not waste my time with that stinking app i want to be off of it 
but it's you know somewhat part of the the job responsibility yeah. to have a it's presence. It's not though. It's not. It's not. You, not at all. No. So all right, let me ask you this. No, if, so if, if I delete, both, yes, if I delete my yes. Twitter today, you will never say a word about if it. If both of you deleted your Twitter, your, <laughs> Twitter. your Twitter apps today, nothing would change on this show. Okay. I guarantee it. Okay. Nothing would change on this show. So you're basically asking us to castrate our social media. No, just tuck it. Oh, tuck it. Yes, tuck your, tuck your tweets. <laughs> tuck your I'm tweets. not a tucker. <laughs> I'm just looking like yeah, we'll do it live. Like in the last like fifteen hours, that you like you posted like twenty twenty times. Like we don't need that. No, no. I think you, something. This could one be it, thing folks. you're gonna do. One thing you're gonna do is going to get you in some sort of trouble. I can almost guarantee it. The odds are the odds are far more likely that you're gonna post something. That I'm gonna have to call you up one day and be like, "Dude, what are you doing? You can't post this stuff." We taking notes, folks. Is I'm it... just, I'm just saying. No, it's not I, worth it. I, to I, me. I, 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 I know you're not joking. I know you're serious. It's not worth it to me. What's worth it to me? I will defend you, Dawn, Rich, Dom, to the tenth degree if you say something on this air that somebody deems offensive because we're having conversations on this radio station. And some of the opinions might not be popular, but they're ours. Mm-hmm. But if one of you tweets something, it's just indefensible. It's just indefensible. So I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to make this into an no, no, no. anti-Twitter statement. No, but yes, people need, to, people need to not put every thought they have in their dumb brains on Twitter. It just, it's, there's no reason for it. It's just it just it fills Twitter and social media and Facebook and all that just with nonsense with just nonsense. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's odd though that the, the all these companies they 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 demand to have a social media presence. So that's that's the thing that 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 is conflicting when we talk about anybody in any like. Okay, here's the thing. I would say like if you're a doctor. Like and this is kind of the stick to sports discussion. Like when you're a sports guy, yeah. Like you, you're never going. And it's happened in this city. Like there have legitimately been hosts that have become so. I'm talking about sports hosts that became so obsessed with politics and social justice mm-hmm. that it ultimately alienated their audience. Their ratings went down, and they ultimately lost their job. So I understand that. And I also understand, like, as, as bad as I feel for these doctors and these individuals and these professors, but the reality is, like, with all due respect to the doctor, you're in medicine. Like, nobody cares. Like, it's not your lane. You could certainly believe what you want. And I, I'm almost in favor of saying you should be able to share it. But, like, when you go so far out of your your area of expertise, so to speak, and, yeah. look. I'm not even saying I'm a political expert. I, I'm just a radio expert. That's Thank all you. I claim to be. Yes. I don't claim to be the king of politics. Yeah. I just know the science of winning in radio, um, as the results show. Uh, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. But some of these individuals, like, dude, if you're like, um, you know, I, I don't know what, what what level of medicine or what field this guy practices, but like, if you lose your job in medicine, and I know doctors make a ton of money, and if you're smart, you're going to be set for life. But I don't even know the age of this guy. This guy could be like 48 years old, could have been making $700,000 a year as a, as a gynecologist or something, and now he's out of his job or whatever, you know, whatever uh, hospital employed him because he shared his thoughts on Middle East policy. <laughs> like, kind of a dumb idea. 
Sid Weiss writes bye bye who on Twitter. No, I, I'm not saying that. The oh no, listeners, you guys, the audience yeah, can tweet all you want. <laughs> I, I want the listeners to tweet. Yes, I want everybody out there yeah. who's listening right now to tweet at us. I want them to right. comment on Facebook. I want them to comment on YouTube. I want them to comment on Instagram. It's 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 how we communicate with the audience because we don't take a ton of calls. So right. Right. so that's how we communicate with the audience. Yeah, I, yes, you guys tweet as much as you want to. I love it. Yeah. Keep, keep them coming. Keep the criticism, whatever, whatever's coming. I'm just talking about my people. Right. Use people. My people. The Utes. Well, I'm the Ute of the of the station. But. Are you paying attention to me, Dawn? I am. Uh, okay. Dawn checked we'll out. She's done with you. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm. I'm just. She's got the big three coming up. She's got to lock in. Actually, we have to get to that right now. We got the uh, morning mystery movie clip in about four or five minutes. But let's find out what's going on in the world of news. For that, we give you Don Stensland. It's the Big Three and Nine on Kale and Company. Yeah, we got the Big Three at Nine. We have a lot of breaking news this morning for sure. Just moments ago, uh, we see protests raging outside the U.S. Embassy and that and erupting in the region especially in Beirut, Lebanon. So those are the latest protests happening as President Joe Biden is there. He's in Tel Aviv today in a show of support for Israel by the USA and vowing to eliminate Hamas in the aftermath of the Islamic militant group's brutal attacks there. So in question this morning is who is taking responsibility for that deadly blast at the Baptist Hospital there, Christian run medical complex in central Gaza City. This killed an estimated 500 people. That death toll continues to rise through the morning, including uh, some very experienced and treasured doctors Mm -hmm. who are so needed. So Israel continues to release other, and this has gone viral, video evidence, audio evidence. They claim that, in fact, these were terrorists, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, not Hamas. So that claim from Israel, obviously from Hamas, we heard yesterday that they were saying, no, 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 this was Israel doing this. And the Israelis say, we have video, we have drones up, we have video everywhere, and we will prove to you and provide tangible evidence we would never have done this. So that from um, that's the latest happening overseas. We also have, we've talked about um, the House speakership today, 11 a.m., we expect that they may be voting again for the uh, House Speaker. They didn't get her done yesterday with Jim Jordan not quite making those votes. We've told you earlier, Congressman Mike Kelly, Pennsylvania, only Republican here to vote against Jim Jordan on the first vote for Speaker of the House Tuesday. But as Greg Stocker says, but now there are reports that actually they just may do a Goldilocks approach and say, well, maybe we'll just settle for a seat warmer. <laughs> so what, the, kind of a short term yeah that's the latest so in nine months we have kevin mccarthy from the rhino section going 15 rounds like it's ali frazier scalise rises up and drops out jordan fails in round one and now we're going to go goldilocks approach in round two yeah yeah that's uh so they might be doing that yeah so there are talks as i speak that's what they're saying so we'll continue to follow that one also i just want to point out to you there's a pennsylvania man who says that a top office company, supply company, canceled his online box and banned him after his political action group sent out mailings warning registered voters of sexually provocative reading material being placed in local school libraries. So this is the founder of Stop Bucks Extremism, SBE, in Bucks County. 
Okay. Uh, Bob Solera, and he is speaking out, and he's saying that Staples can't has canceled him out, canceled his account, and so on and so forth. He points, he's, he has gone viral speaking on some national shows as well, but he says that according to attorneys, there's no legal jeopardy here. If he prints out something it's and sends it out, it's in a sealed envelope. And it's marked with a disclaimer. And this is Staples, the the, uh, the, big, the retail store. The Big Itty Big, re- yeah, yeah That's where I get my legal pads from every month. Well, uh, so so he's he's somebody who just is putting this word out as a concerned parent and says, wow, they canceled my account. We have no comment from Staples officials, so we'll keep you posted. Do we need to issue a Staples boycott here. So, well, I, that's unbelievable. Enough of the boycotts here from the kids. Yeah. Office Depot we go. <laughs> By the way, I, I keep staples in business with all the legal pads I've burned through. I might be the only human being left still writing things down on paper. I know. You love to print. I do. You love to write it. I love killing trees. A private business does something we don't agree with. Let's cancel. <laughs> Enough. No, right. just as bad as they are. Not so, you, Nick Kale. I'm not talking about you. I'm just. I'm very frustrated. Stalker's right very salty. Right? It's been, <laughs> a, rough, <laughs> yeah, been a rough yes, eight minutes I, for Greg. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and drink my uh, no, lukewarm please, coffee. No, please don't. So uh, that's it for now. Big three, Kale and Company. News I agree. Line. That's it for me as well. I'm out of here. I can't take this abuse anymore. <laughs> no. 855 Let's get it back to Bruno. Where's Bruno? Let me talk to somebody that likes me. All right. 922. Oh, Let's wait, get to. On. Oh, no. We don't have it. We do. Oh, we do. What? Well, we, I'll tell you what the prize is while we get it Thank loaded. Thank you. So we got a really good prize for you today if you're an Elvis fan. So the Morning Mystery Movie Clip Prize is a pair of tickets to see Elvis a musical revolution now through November 5th at the Walnut Street Theater, which I have gone to in person myself yeah. here in Philadelphia. Went there uh, last Christmas. Great little spot. Uh, very historic building. Uh, so you can get tickets to see Elvis, a musical revolution, if you can identify the clip on the Morning Mystery movie clip. And now, the Morning Mystery movie clip on Kalen Company. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Oh, you know what? I need to make a phone call. I need to call this. Excuse me, deputy. He needs to use the phone in the library. I'll make it short. Be right back. Good luck with that one. I, I have the I have the email here with what it is, and I still don't know what it is. Uh, much more difficult than uh, what we played yesterday uh, or two days ago was it? We we played Ghostbusters two days ago, so a little bit tougher today. A pair of tickets to see Elvis, a musical revolution, now through November fifth at the Walnut Street Theater in Philadelphia. If you can identify that clip in your caller number twelve eight five five eight three nine twelve ten, the phone number eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Come back and see if we have our winner. And speaking of theaters, the Swifties out of line in the theaters. We'll tell you why next on Kale & Company. It's Kale & Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. 
the latest in the world of movie theater etiquette in just a moment. But speaking of movies, I thought this was a difficult one. Yeah. Not that I'm some movie aficionado, but uh, nobody was able to identify that clip for the tickets to see Elvis at the Walnut Street Theater. So, so I think we have some issues here where... Okay. I don't know if Anthony... Anthony might be prepping for Dawn Show, so I don't want to bother him. But Anthony, if you're by a mic... Did you make this one hard because yesterday was so easy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's incognito. Uh, but that's usually the bounce back. Anytime you yep. go too easy, you go too hard. Anytime you go too hard, you go yep. you go softer. Um, sometimes you know, maybe use a dry rub or whatever when you're done pounding <laughs> it, as Dawn has said in the past. Uh, but we will give it to you one more time, and then we'll move on. Uh, I will say this. Yeah. Um, it is the birth, the 35th birthday of one of the actors in this clip. So okay. let's take a listen one more time. Let's do it. Oh, you know what? I need to make a phone call. I need to call this. Excuse me, deputy. He needs to use the phone in the library. I'll make it short. Be right back. I mean, this seems like a visual clip, doesn't it? I, I agree. <laughs> Without the visual yeah. provided on YouTube. I'm good. How are you? A little tough one. Think you know what it is? Be call at 12 at 855-839-1210, and you could win and this great prize. You don't need to be, the, like, just yeah. call in if you have the answer. Anthony, yeah. what's the Anthony? What's the hint? Uh, it was one of the top streaming movies on Netflix in 2019, and it is the movie star's birthday today. Okay. 2019 Netflix success, pre-pandemic, 35th birthday. And, the, and once I give the name of the, the actor, you're going to realize it's a big name. Um, but I personally do not know this movie because I'm not a Netflix um, binge Well, this watcher. is what happens. This is what happens. Every time it's too hard or mm -hmm. it's too easy. It's, it's a thankless so, job. towing that line. It's a thankless job. I got it. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, it's like being a police officer. You never get the credit you deserve. <laughs> 855-839-1210. Anywho, before we get to uh, part due of the cut sheet, uh, I saw this from the Hollywood Reporter uh, in regards to the Swifties and her concert movie that came out in theaters last Friday. Uh, I took my daughter's and uh, ex-wife to the one in Plymouth meeting. We saw the 10 o'clock show. I did not experience this myself, but certainly others have. Uh, and here's the story. So Taylor Swift and her Eras Tour which is already the top-grossing concert film of all time domestically, spurred a lot of social media debate over the weekend surrounding etiquette for moviegoers. Among the viral posts on the topic was a video shared with Twitter showing footage of Swift performing the song Marjorie as attendees in the movie theater sing, shine their phone flashlights from the seats, and dance in between the screen and the front row down on the, the baseline floor of the theater. Now, this did not occur at the theater I went to in the showing I saw, but I would argue, and let me actually give you a few other posts before I give my comments, uh, quote, I'm at the worst screening ever, the original poster captioned with the video, can't even hear Taylor sing. A different poster uh, on Twitter said they had trouble hearing Swift at all in the screening they attended and added, people were so disrespectful, 
Like there were some that actually were kicked out of the room because they were being so rude. They completely ruined a lot of people's experience there. A third individual posted on the platform that moviegoers would be well advised to expect a concert-like experience because as a theater experience, it's horrible, the user wrote. Expect dancing, standing up in chairs, screaming, and singing along. She made this for her hardcore fans. And that's my, that's my view on this. Correct. Like, if you're going to a movie theater yeah. to watch a concert sure. that is rebroadcasted in movie theater form, mm-hmm. you have to expect people that are hardcore aficionados and fans and devotees of whoever's performing to expect them to act like they're taking in the movie, the, the, the concert experience that they probably couldn't afford to go to in real life. Now, I didn't see that. Like, everybody was just sitting there in the theater. There might have been a few people that were singing, but my daughters were singing, so I couldn't really hear anybody else. But there was nobody like waving their fo- their flashlight on their phone or standing up and, you know, or like raving in a mosh pit, so to speak. Like, it, but if that happens for this, I get it. You're not going to see Titanic. Well, that's yeah. That's the thing. Like, this is a concert movie, so right. theoretically, you're there. You right. Know, you want to pretend like you're at the concert, so you act like you're at the concert. Right. Were you a big concert guy as a young adult or even as a teenager? Me? Yes. Oh yeah. I've I've been to hundreds of concerts okay. in my lifetime. Were you ever at a concert that you felt your experience was ruined because people were too rowdy? Well, I, I used to go to like punk and metal shows right. when I was younger. So right. like. Y- y- Rowdy was was part it's standard. Of it, you know what I mean. Yes. So no, I wasn't. But, okay. I mean, yeah. Look, I went to I went to a Warp tour in like okay. nineteen ninety eight. Yep. And I was right in the middle of it, and the band, uh, the punk band Rancid, came on. Yep. If you remember Rancid? And like the entire place just shifted to one side, and then shifted to another. Like you felt like you couldn't move. It was it was kind of a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm like oh my god, I'm gonna get trapped in here. Yep. But that's also the experience you go for sometimes. Right. So what yeah. was the um. Was the family was it Family Values tour in the late nineties? Was, was yeah. that like the Limp Biscuit and things yeah. like that? I had tickets to go to that. And I forget what came up, and I ne- I never ended up going. But two of my buddies went, and they said that it was the worst experience they ever had. They said it was like being in the seven hundred level of the vet for an old school Eagles game. Where and I'm like, dude, you have to understand the environment you're stepping into, yeah. though. Well, I mean, they just released a documentary on Woodstock '99 and how. Right. much of an S show that was. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have festivals or concerts that are that are really bad experiences, but getting back to this movie situation, I I would assume that if you're going to see a concert movie, right. people are going to be singing along, dance like I would like you're not just going to sit there and watch it, that's right? Correct. I don't know. Yeah, that's correct. So uh, I was kind of a little surprised, but then again, everybody always complains about something on social media, so there you have it. I think we have our winner here. Let me uh, bring in Tim in uh, Palmyra, New Jersey. Tim, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Timmy, what was the clip we played for you, sir? It was extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Wow. Wow. I've never heard of that. I've never seen it once, but it's a good pull by you, and you have the Elvis tickets at the Walnut Street Theater. Wow. Awesome! Thank you. Thank you. Who's, who's whose birthday is it? Zach. Um, Zach Efron. Yeah, that's he, what the clue did it for me. Yep. Oh wow, Tim. Yeah, he's thirty-five today. Oh, my God. So nice work out of Tim. Good for you. He bails out Dorenzo at the last minute. Which, by the way, you get half the points, Dorenzo, when you have to. We have to. Re- we have to run the video and the audio back a second time. You don't get the full points. <laughs> what did you just say, Anthony? Here, it's the what? It's the Ted Bundy. It's the Ted Bundy biopic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Netflix, twenty nineteen. 
All right, there you go. So congratulations to Tim, and uh, he's got the Elvis tickets November f- or good through November 5th at the Walnut Street Theater. All right, 9.38, Wednesday morning. Let's get to What's on the Cut Sheet, part two. What's on the Cut Sheet? I do. What's on the Cut Sheet, part two, is sponsored by Holland Floor Covering. Holland Floor Covering is the region's premier flooring dealer, family operated for over 50 years, providing exceptional service and professional installation. Visit their two showrooms in Wayne and Newtown. No charge samples, no obligation estimates. Learn more at hollandfloor.com. That's Holland, H-O-L-L-A-N-D, floor.com. Hollandfloor.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about them on 1210 WPHT Kale and Company. We all know, we all know, um, uh, college is a scam, right? Would you like to hear a 24 year old, almost 25, uh, who finally discovers that the degree that she got might not have been worth it? It's worthless paper. And the debt that she received from getting such degree might not be worth it. Yep. She has a little viral meltdown in a car that this this was posted on TikTok and about how she's working she's making more as a waitress than she can making uh she, I think she has a marketing degree or something. Oh, yeah, worthless. Uh here's that audio. I have a bone to pick with America. So I'm headed to my serving job. I f***ing hate it. Be why I make more money serving. I have my literal business marketing degree that put me in a cute $80,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. And I make more serving sushi rolls because I was, I've been applying to marketing jobs for weeks now. And the, the pay cut is insane. Insane. And do both. Thousand a year. I'm not getting those. I'm a 20, almost 25 year old. My birthday soon. Almost 25 year old chick going against, you know, corporate ass America. People with so much experience. All I got is my degree. You know, people say get your degree, but then they don't talk about how you need experience. The degree was the experience. No, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. You dope. There it is. No, see, I get it. No, yes, college is a scam, uh, but I got to rip her for this. You just don't get the $150,000 job. You got to work your keister off to earn that 10, 15, 20. See, that's a problem with all the youths today. They just think when they walk out at 22 or 23 that six figures and life's good and I'm going to get the beautiful home. And like, no, like I'm 39 and I'm still tapped. <laughs> I'm tired of these kids. I hate them all. Oh, stop. but Dor- but Dorenzo wants. To- Dorenzo thinks that uh, he can oh, t- he can top that meltdown. Here we go. <laughs> Which, by the way, Dorenzo lives a great life. He goes to every game in the. I mean, yeah, stop. The, you have a great the, job, the, dude. the associate producers of the world. Yeah, but Anthony paid his dues. I mean, well, while I going work to hard, right? Least. That's to the to Nick's point. That's the thing. I work hard, and I want to keep working hard. I try to keep myself. Yes, you do. Like you know, I try to hold myself to a high standard. But I think to her point. This keeping up with the Joneses mentality that we all need to go to college, we all need to to do this, and you better get a business marketing degree and, and X, Y, and Z, when nobody's really focused on making those connections, talking yeah. to someone you'd want to work with, go shadow someone, get into the field, uh, you know, do something part-time, all this stuff that you're actually supposed to do that will help you instead of focusing on Oh, let's just do uh, you know, check these boxes that they tell me to at college and I'll I'll be as good as everyone else and I'll yep. immediately get a great job. Like that's just not how life works. Nope. But Anthony, how many different jobs do you work even now? You have a full time job, but you still do other things even now. 
Yeah. And you're in a huge media market, but you left here, went to a smaller market for a bigger position. Yeah. You know, which a lot of times is like the master's degree that you earn in real right. time. But how many jobs, even now, Anthony, you do other you do other things to supplement your experience and your income, yeah. right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, I'm always I'm always looking to continually. I mean, anything that could keep that needle moving, because yeah. like you said, and especially in media, you got to keep yeah. kind of pushing forward. I mean, look, later today, Anthony will be out in Kensington slinging rock. He's an old time money. Yeah, that's my side well, gig. But, yeah. but, no, to your point about <laughs> yeah. going to a smaller market like Dorenzo, did I had to do the same thing five years ago? I had to go to Nashville, Tennessee, and then work my way back up to Atlanta, and then work my way back up to Philadelphia after having been in Philadelphia for seven years. Um, and my first two jobs out of college, I got a part-time radio producing job in a sports station in the Lehigh Valley. And when he told, I was thinking it was going to be about $30,000 a year. They offered me the job. It was $6.50 an hour. <laughs> I almost puked out of my nostrils. <laughs> I'm sorry I was, like, I was like, no, I, I gra- I'm like, I graduated college. Oh, yeah. Temple. Yeah. And my buddies that you were. sounded like that girl. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Dawn, what was your point about her doing both? Do both. I, I mean, I, I've done that. I've, I've done that for years. Even now, I do other gigs. So, um, if if you're a server, fine. Get the get a low lower level. Get in with a company that you, where you want to work is in your marketing field. It, work and then do the serving job by night or mm-hmm. by weekend. But she, that's just it. She doesn't have. You know, Anthony talked about all the gigs. He's we've all done all that, right? Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't want to work even no. eight hours. She doesn't let want to alone work nights 12. or weekends no. or holidays. No, 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 no. She has this sense of oh, I'm I, I'm the queen. I've arrived. Yeah. I got yeah. my degree. Now give me, give me, give me, give me. Right, Ann? Yeah. Victim mentality. That's this is. I think that's just generally the problem. And I don't care what age you are. We have yeah. just totally drilled in this victim mentality. Everyone has an issue that no one else can relate to. Yep. And I'm the. You know, I'm. I'm the victim out of everyone. And we let's, can't keep doing that. And let's post about it on social media. Yep, yeah. Yep. If I was ever asked to speak at a college about like media or sports talk or news talk or whatever, I would legitimately tell every kid in 18 to 22, just like have it branded into your brain right now. Just expect to make no money in your 20s. Yep. Like you could be out of college for six years at 28. Chances are, unless you get incredibly lucky or you're just in the 1% of super talented broadcasters or you went to Syracuse, you're going to make no money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against the Syracuse alums out there. By the no. way, uh, I started as a rock DJ like cool. I, at a rock station in the Lehigh Valley. Right I on. left that job to take a job. That, that job paid me. I left that job to take a non-paying job in Philadelphia because I thought my future was brighter here in Philadelphia than it was in the Lehigh Valley. So I left a paying job. Now, granted, I didn't pay a ton, but I left a paying job for a non-paying job. What? What is it? Seventy miles from yeah. where you and I wow. yep. grew up, Nick. Correct. So you know, I, I've paid my dues as well. I didn't do the small market stuff like you did. Uh, I was very fortunate on that but i did leave a paying job yeah. for a non-paying job well you came well, you came that. down here and started at the bottom i did i right. started as i literally started as an intern and now you got more tenure <laughs> here than diane feinstein <laughs> did in congress i mean you, you but the point is you you've always done what you love to do for me i worked in every local tv market yeah you know hopscotch across the country but i i was really blessed because i was i mean when i was in my in my late 20s i was in television when we made we started out at six figures so I made way more money than I make now. <laughs> I mean, Sorry. now I make it, yeah. but I mean, Sorry. you know. Well, Sorry, you've been Don. you've been saying seven figure contracts. You've been saying that those yeah. local TV gigs, those big paydays, mm-hmm. are no longer no. there. 
They're not. Yeah, they're not. You're not getting Jim like, Gardner money, folks. No. Uh, can, so don't expect it. Everybody, head over to YouTube. YouTube.com/slash/at12.10wpha. I think I've plugged it once today. It's 9:45. Uh-oh. I've not plugged it once. So go over to YouTube right now. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/at12.10wpht. Daniel, if you can pull up the video uh, that Nick sent us from the tackle from last night. YouTube.com/slash/at12.10wpht. Hit the subscribe button. Also hit the like button. I want to get to 200 <laughs> likes, but in 15 minutes, I want to get to it before the end of the show so if you can roll that this was at the phillies game last night a fan went on the field right nick That's and then gets tackled boom uh here we go if you can see he coming 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 boom look at that <laughs> oh. bill goldberg li- oh, it's a level spear. tackle it, it was a spear he speared him ready one Two, three, here we go. Oh, um, look at that. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. In college football, it's a 15-yard penalty for targeting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, once again, you know, and Tony mentioned that. Like, this is, ooh. Can you hear the dugout? Do you have the audio? The dugout, they all break out and laugh. Oh, they should. This was on somebody's phone, so I'm not sure if we have. Oh, man, that is amazing. That is brutal. <laughs> you know, if the Eagles had this guy on Sunday, they would have defeated the Jets. <laughs> I mean, this is just the way they draw it up at camp. Yeah. Wow. Anthony, I might, I think I sent you the audio, if the, if you can find it, because the dugout, you hear them all just crack oh, up. that's mm-hmm. funny. Right when, boom, you know, when Greg said boom, they all laughed. At least he had clothes on. It's true. Sometimes you have oh, these guys that go streaking. What, I mean, look, I, I'm not, I'm not recommending anybody storm the field, but do you remember in the 70s, I, I think it was the New York Yankees when they won the World Series, like the entire stadium went out on the field. Yeah, I think it was 77 when yeah. they beat the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I get it. It's it's a different world. These you just days. better know today you're going to get crushed. But like, that's kind of a cool celebration, isn't it? It is. If you don't mind taking the spear and then the jackhammer from Bill Goldberg, <laughs> and there's no wrestling ring to break your fall. Uh, all right, we should take a quick break. All right, first. we'll find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show. Who won Twitter today? Uh, no predictions tonight because we have a night off of uh, Philly's base. Uh-huh. I, I need it actually. Yeah, you actually need it. I agree. I do. I agree. All right, we're back after this on Kale & Company. This is the Kale & Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. Wednesday morning here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Uh, programming alert tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Uh, if you recall, about two weeks ago, we had Sean Farage on the show, the great Trump impersonator, impressionist. And uh, he's going to join us again tomorrow. What? At 9 a.m. Oh, Woo. it's awesome. He's got some bits he's done on the gag order for Trump. <laughs> and also, he goes after the squad Dems in their stance on Israel and Hamas. I love it. So he's got a couple of new uh, bits worked up. And uh, we'll hit him with a few other things in the oh. world of news and politics. Look, at he's becoming a regular. I know. Look at that. I know. Love it. So he's coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow. The Before that, though, the Dawn Show is nine minutes out, and that's coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, and we find out what she has on tap. Yeah, we'll, we'll have the very latest, and I'll take you inside what happened yesterday in Pennsylvania, uh, the Pennsylvania's legislature, so we have some movement there that's important. And then as we update what's happening internationally in the Middle East, there's a lot of action there. About 10.04-ish, we're going to go to Guy Shiraki, who is a a regular, if you will, Chester County, former lawmaker, a guy who's done business, um, been in the business world and on the side of being an elected official. He's going to take us through um, his latest piece as far as Israel, but also updating us on what's happening. And there's so much 
happening and developing in Pennsylvania politics and Chester County in particular. And then coming up at 11.05, Anthony Hennon with All Things Pennsylvania will take you inside what's happening with that. There's a lot developing. Obviously, the House Speaker vote. Will Riley Gaines be the new House Speaker? We'll find out at 11 a.m., and we may very well take part of that live, but we'll have all the live updates. All right. Dawn Show coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, before we uh, we get to who won Twitter today, Hasn't Been Sober, I think, saying this somewhat facetiously. Mm-hmm. I love listening to you guys watch videos on YouTube. It's great <laughs> effing radio. <laughs> he doesn't really mean that, folks. But we read the the snarky stuff, too. We'll talk with the Price Boys on YouTube, uh, says Greg complained about Nick on Twitter. Greg, stop with all the likes on YouTube. My God. Well, I guess likes on YouTube won't get us in trouble, though. Asking for all the (laughs) likes. No, no, look, look. I'm just talking. I'm I'm not bothered by it. All I was saying was the people uh, uh, that are on this radio station. That's who I care about tweeting. I don't care about listeners tweeting. I don't care about. I want you all to tweet. Tweet more. Yes. Comment more on Facebook. I want to see reactions. That's what we do. Uh-huh. I'm just talking about my peeps. His peeps. M- my his squad. His, his utes. My utes. There you go. You and Dawn and Dom and Rich. That's correct. All yes, right. That's all I'm saying. Let's find out who won Twitter today, shall we? I noticed Dawn's very quiet during these things. She doesn't like my... Who won Twitter? That I'm, that I'm... Okay. Dawn, you better keep your <laughs> mouth closed. Even Don Lemon agrees. <laughs> I did nothing. No, I'm just saying you you don't seem to speak up when I'm when I when I chastise you use use for being on Twitter. Because I'm gonna do what I want to do. You're not the boss of me. Technically, I am, though, sweetie. That's true. I'm he Don is. Lemon, and you will respect me. You will watch me. All I'm saying is, is that does it benefit you to retweet an Elon Musk parody account? Like, what does that do for your brand, Don Stenslin? That's all I'm saying. I probably didn't even realize it was his parody. Yeah, no. you, then, then but I maybe, thought it was then, funny. Then maybe we should read things before we retweet them. <laughs> Can I don't we know. check was, our work, please? Thank you. I don't even know what I did. Put it on the air and save it. You, you don't even know what you retweet. That's it was what I'm probably saying. funny. It was oh. probably funny. Okay. My cheekbones hurt from laughing. <laughs> that might it be was, TMJ. An Elon Musk parody account. You it's, retweet it like it's really Elon one. Musk. It's funny. No, you die. Okay. Okay, I did, but it was funny. Hey, Don, you got two hours and six minutes to go. I've got thirty seconds left, so I'll just I'll just let Greg right. one, uh, read the tweet. And I'm getting the hell out of here. Wait, hang on, hang on. I'm going to get to Twitter. Ed Farmer wins Twitter. He says, "How much pot does somebody have to be smoking in their car for me to smell in my car on two ninety five at seventy miles per hour with the windows closed?" I, I don't think a lot. I mean, I've I, for years no, I've it's... smelled somebody next to me smoking a cigarette. With your windows closed? I mean, so I, th- I think smoke penetrates a lot of stuff, but I have a sensitive nose because I grew up with parents that smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. so I always hated that yep. smell. I hated it smelling on my clothes and stuff like that, so I can pick up on it pretty pretty easily. That's just me, though. I don't know if some of the stuff we're smelling like when we're in the car is really weed because there's other things that smell like it. Skunks? No, well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a spot on 95, and I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. There's a spot on 95 that you drive past every day, and it smells like weed. And I think it's like, I think there might be like a bread factory or literally something in that 
area that yeah. I'm smelling. Okay. What, maybe it's a muffin factory. Lysios, Amorosos, maybe? I, I, don't I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's always weed we're smelling, because I agree with that. I don't know how you're smelling it yeah. in rolled-up car windows. All right. That'll do it for today. Stay tuned. The Dawn Show is coming up next. Have a great rest of your day. We're back tomorrow morning at 6. Until then. Sick of you. <laughs> I'm sick of all of this <laughs> shit. I'm done with it. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.